so we'll just roll on now into our hopefully you've got some uh, value for us elsewhere in our feature bets mate yeah well I've gone uh, it's a bit of a weird weekend for racing obviously with the AFL Grand Final uh, Caulfield has moved their race meet from Saturday to Sunday and obviously with the NRL Grand Final on Sunday uh, it's a big race meet on Saturday and obviously the Moyer Stakes and the JRA Cup and a few other decent races are on Friday night at Mooney Valley so it's a real big weekend for racing uh, I, f- I found one from each day to give you on this on this podcast and I'll put a few up over the weekend as well uh, so the f- on the Friday night race 6 in the 1600 metre Zuster stock stakes now we've, fought, we've been on this the first two starts it won here last year um, over a bit further distance so it's already won at the track the barrier isn't a problem because it's going to get back anyway and run on late as we've seen the first two starts it's been running good times late gets really good weight relief here so it comes in at 56 and a half Jamie Mott is one of my favourite jockeys doesn't get many opportunities to ride in town but he's a gun jockey he has a lot of weight issues third up should be should be ready to go here probably needs still needs a little bit further but at 20 odd dollars each way value it's, it's, it's finished within you know three lengths last start of Sword of Light and Swampland and Swampland's been going really well it finished five and a half lengths behind Mr. Sneaky and the answer was my friend and we saw the answer my friend came out and won really well two weeks ago at uh, Caulfield was it Flemington some of the note can't remember it was when I was sick anyway. And I think at twenty dollars it gets the extra couple hundred meters. There's gonna be speed early in this race. So I think you'll see it again, it likes to finish off late, it'll come down the outside, hopefully jag us a place. There you go. So we'll go we'll go day by day, so that's Friday night. Yeah. Uh, for Friday morning I'm going back going back to the all balls again. So first of the all balls is the pig skin top and tail multi for the NFL. I've got Green Bay to cover They've got uh, giving up seven and a half points to the Bears at home, which is again ridiculous. Uh, and then I've got the Colts to cover away eleven and a half, and Kansas City to cover six and a half at, at home as well on the last day. So Green Bay are rolling. Aaron Rodgers absolutely killed it. Put on a masterclass clinic, only uh, surpassed by uh, the man himself, the Big Chin, out at New England uh, for the most amazing final drive of the game. Um, so they win, and a very big game for Green Bay because it'll be the first time if they win since 1932 that they lead the head-to-head stakes against the Chicago Bears. Really? Yeah. And that, so are these games on Thursday night? No, this this will be the Friday morning game. Friday morning game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the, that's Green Bay, and then midweek is the Colts. I'm not saying the Colts are going to win. I'm just trying to say they're not going to lose. They're not as bad as everyone thinks they are. So Jacoby Brissett, everyone's like, oh, he can't learn the playbook. Well, he's learning it pretty quickly. Uh, the one against. Uh, the Browns on the, on the weekend, again, they tried to lose it, but they didn't quite. And the Seahawks aren't good enough to win this by 12. They've, they've got not much going for them. Uh, definitely, when they're giving up six and a half yards per rush and two yards a game, that doesn't really expel much uh, chance for success. And it's not a big success as well. So back in the Colts there to cover. And the Chiefs, Chiefs are arguably the best best team in the NFL at the moment. Um, and if you were smart enough to get Kareem Hunt into your fantasy team, you should be absolutely killing it. Yep, that's And that's, that's what Baz did. Yep, that's I what did. Baz did. So whether it was luck or whether it was actual smarts, we don't quite know. But uh, congratulations to him. And with Hunt leading the way, the Chiefs win this game yet again. And uh, 
that will get you a cool, hard $7.62 for that triple and a bit of extra money in the bank come Tuesday at the end of the uh, NFL week. So, Saturday. Saturday, yeah, we go to Royal Randwick in the Metrop. So, race eight at Royal Randwick. You'll be dual screening at that stage. Dual screening, yeah. I'll probably turn the footy off by then. Um, down in the weights, Foundry. Now, it ran really well last start at um, Mooney Valley. Start flat, finished second to Rhythm of Spare at Caulfield. And Rhythm of Spare has the four lines around that horse has been pretty good. And then, obviously, wasn't probably fit enough. So, the last start at Mooney Valley was over 2,040. And it was a bit of a blowout with Magna Pal and Lord Durante and Kil- Kilcarney. But they were, the ho- they were the horses that were fit. They had five or six runs at that distance. There's a lot of ho- these horses were second up or first up. Ran really well. Only finished, I think, just under a length off first. Looks set for this, I think. 50 kilos against some of these is just ridiculous. At $10 each way is going to be a really good bet. I think it'll be finishing off really well late. Just... I can't believe it started at nines. And the other horse in the same race, it, it was Loresho. We've backed it before. Um, it ran ran into nothing but ass coming home up the straight last start. And you get around $50 for it. So I finished fifth at Al- Al- Alamedon and Crocodile Rock and a loft. Uh, again, a couple of weeks ago at Flemington. It ran uh, third before that at Mooney Valley, which was the day we are on it. Um, and again, it's it's four lines stack up. It's good at this distance. Clockwise form is really good too. So it's had 11 starts for five wins and four placings. This distance is three from three. Soft and good doesn't nothing like everything just says it, for this thing to be 50 to one. I'll be having an each way bet on both these, and you'll probably still come out in front. Not good to hear. So after the footy, uh, Saturday night we'll get the EPL action underway. And I'm um, going for another round ball multi of uh, Bournemouth with a double chance against Leicester, Stoke with a double chance against Southampton, and Liverpool to win yet again away to Newcastle. Uh, quick reasons why. Uh, the Bournemouth-Stoke double chance games are going to be uh, pretty crappy games of football, to be brutally honest with you. Um, sorry to all Bournemouth, Leicester, Stoke and Southampton fans, but it's just a fact. Uh, Leicester are one of the only three sides... That have never beaten Bournemouth. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, uh. Did, did Bournemouth lost last week? Yeah. Who did they lose to? Oh, Everton. Yes, they did. They did, yeah, yeah. And I picked Everton. Yeah. That's why we got up. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and yeah, the, the goal scorer was uh, the, a bloke who's been shut out from the club and we had to pull him in because we had no strikers left. That's right, and he absolutely dominated. He did. He scored during the week and then scored again. Uh, against you guys but anyway yeah. keep going yeah. um, and so Leicester are in our shambles at the moment to be brutally honest so Vardy's missing shots from the spot which is not great but that's not their major problem the major problem is in their last 14 matches they've only managed 12 points and only 3 wins and so for uh, when you kick out your old coach and you say oh he's no good you yeah. bring in a new one called Shakespeare and he's like oh it's all poetic it's all great we're winning games yeah. he's, he's not, he's, not winning he's, games. he hasn't saved him very much since the little honeymoon period uh, but even worse is so far this season six, six match days in they've managed one win and four points and going away to Bournemouth isn't easy so uh, Bournemouth should get at least a draw there take a double chance um, Stoke, another another game at Britannia, another dour game against Stoke, really. Stoke at home are one of the toughest teams to uh, play. Shout out to Fuan. Shout out to Fuan. Um, they kept 
Man United to uh, they beat them, didn't they? It was a draw. No draw. Draw. Yeah. Um, so they can do it against the proper teams. They just don't play pretty football. So uh, Southampton didn't score against Stoke at all last year. Yeah. Home or away. And they're not going to do it here. So go for Stoke for the draw or the win. And then Liverpool. Liverpool. Shout out to Liverpool. You're playing some amazingly entertaining football. Uh, you're not always winning. You're not always defending. But you will kick a lot of goals. And in the whole history of top flight football, Liverpool versus Newcastle has never been a scoreless draw. Really? Yeah. So expect goals. Well, what if it is a scoreless draw? What if, it, what if they break history? Well, then they break history. But, you know, we can only go off history. <laughs> history is the only provider of form. Stats. So uh, I'm expecting a Liverpool win here. They managed to... Uh, Managed to throw away a game um, overnight in the Champions League, but they're still a classy team. They're a little bit chaotic. Klopp's a little bit eccentric, but Newcastle aren't that good. And the Reds get it done, and that pays you a very modest $3.74, but uh, a good cover bet if you are a Richmond fan who's 2-1 on it to look past the stats. We go to Sunday at Caulfield in race eight, and we're again, we've, we back this at first start, first start as prep, and we... Chucked it in for our multiples in the Memsey, and it ran a very nice third. This time, it, it's going around again at 1,400 in another Group 1 race. Now, in this field, let me tell you, there is no Vega Magic. There is no Hartnell. There is no Black Heart Bar. It's a pretty weak, from, in my opinion, a pretty weak sort of Group 1 race. Now, Toes and Stardom. Mm-hmm. We're going back there. Yeah. So... My only concern is it's drawn barrier 16. But we're still going back there. We're still going back there. I don't think it'll really matter, the barrier. I think it'll still be good enough in this in this field to probably get up. So it's had two starts now at 1,400. Blakey Shin's on board. Good jockey. It's okay at the track and distance. It's third up record is five starts for two wins in a, in a second. So it's in prime time. Prime time. It loves a good track, so it should be a good track. Yeah, it hasn't really won for a while. That, that does start to get me down because it has, obviously you know it's running places every every start in Australia. But I just think this is a, a lot weaker field. I know it's dropping back in weight as well, so it, it only carrying fifty five this race. It's been up carrying fifty nine. So I just really think this is a, it's been this is the race for it to win. If it's ever going to win, this is the one. It's around ten dollars at the moment. You know the only other one in this race is it's a danger. Has drawn the car park as well, and it's somewhat, you know, Grand Rosso is probably a chance, and old mate Sosi Bond is probably going to rush home, finish late. So, as a note to listeners, write down all of those names just in case, because so far in the last couple of weeks, every time Baz has said the only one that has a chance of beating this horse is the horse that beats the horse. Yeah. So, uh, take note of them as well. Yeah, I generally do, you know, give you two or three when I say here, and I've, that many times I've jagged the trifecta in first four. It's unbelievable. So, but toes and stardom. I think it's around ten dollars again. So I've, I've given you three or around a ten to twenty dollar mark, and even one at fifty. Surely this week we have a collector. If they run second and third, like I've been going with each way, them don't be a fool, and you'll be sweet. And we'll be right. So they'll be up on my Twitter page. I'll keep you updated over the weekend because I so said there are some good races. I might even be sitting here on Saturday watching the footy, just go race by race, give my thoughts or whatever. So, so there you go. There we go. And then Sunday night. Uh, I have the pleasure of being a Melbourne Storm fan in Melbourne and I have the pleasure because it's not very often in Melbourne you get to be like the one town club fan and we are that and it is literally Storm versus the rest of the world when it comes to NRL 
and it's going to bring me nothing more than absolute joy when we when I fly to Sydney, have a few brewskis with a couple of uh, Sydney boys, and then steer right up when we absolutely pants the Cowboys. Um, much like the Adelaide game, we can look for angles, and all oh, the Cowboys have tried hard, and they've got good defence, and they, they hold possession, but at the end of the day, this is a much bigger gap than the Adelaide-Richmond game. Storm have been by far the best team, not only of this year, but of the last probably four years. Um, and the romance is there as well. Cameron Smith coming off probably his best year as like a 35-year-old number nine. Absolutely, absolutely scenes. Absolute craziness that will be. Cooper Cronk leaving the club at the end of the year, most likely to retire. Um, Billy Slater coming back from having his shoulder totally destroyed. Um, just, just, And then there's a plethora of blokes underneath. Like our squad of 15 is just that deep and that good. Um, I say it's being a tight game because NRL funnels are pretty tight, so my, my best bet of the weekend will be the Storm to win an under 36.5 points, which gives you $2.60. Uh, and the unders, even by themselves, who want an insurance bet, are very sweet. Um, the unders have gone. The unders have got up in eight of the last nine NRL grand finals. So storm and under thirty-seven points, and you are laughing for jam. And that brings out the infamous Gordo All Balls multi. And so my All Balls multi for the weekend, the festival of football is got up last week too. Got up last week as well. So listen closely. AFL either side by under fifteen and a half points fingers crossed Storm uh, just to win Liverpool just to win and Packers to cover their 7.5 point handicap gets you a cool $12 and that will hopefully uh, pay for any of your festivities over the long weekend well last weekend we spoke about the cricket JLT Cup the markets finally came out Cricket Australia 11 got up today over South Australia so you can write South Australia off don't back but Queensland, so somehow New South Wales are the favourites. Yeah, because they're different New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. If you had listened to a preview last week, so Queensland and the the Vic Bush Rangers are the two best teams. So Queensland Bulls are at four thirty three at the moment, and the Bush Rangers at five fifty. Get on the Bulls now because uh, and the Bush and the Vicks because once they start dominating, dominating, they'll come right in. New South Wales, yes, they've got a couple of good players, but carrying a lot of players as well, a lot of older players. Tassie are no good. They're worse than South Australia Tassie. South Australia are no good. And Cricket Australia 11. Whilst they had some good, a good result today, don't expect that to be the norm. the norm. And WA, yes, they got some good players. But again, I think Queensland and, and the Vicks depth will get them over the line. So just get on the Bulls, I reckon. $4.33. There you go. Get on the Vicks because up the Vickers. And uh, up the Storm and up the Tiggies. That's all we've got for what are the odds this week? Excuse me. I got a million ways to get it. Yeah. Choose one. Hey, bring it back. Now double your money and make a stack. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one.